Now, it's hard to find time to pray. Um, I mean, how many of us here actually have a set time each day for prayer that we keep? Now, if you do, you know, that's great. But for most people, I think, we just can't seem to find the time for daily prayer. Uh, We say we have full schedules. But the thing is, for most of us, they're only full because we fill them. And we fill them with things that are not of equal importance. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics annual American Time Use Survey, which comes out each year in June, it's kind of an interesting thing to read, Uh, On an average day in 2021, nearly everyone, age 15 and over, 96% of people engaged in some sort of leisure activity, uh, such as watching TV or socializing or exercising. Men apparently spent 5.6 hours a day on leisure. Women, 4.9%. So women work a little more, but the men are working a little less or excuse me, a little more than they did previous years. Yeah, And TV, though, by far is the most consuming, uh, time-consuming leisure activity. Uh, 78% of us watch TV on an average day, and those who do watch, watch for an average of three hours every day. And as we get older, statistics show we just watch more and more TV. That's a lot of time. And then there's social media usage, which isn't even included in those TV numbers. And I'm sure that for a lot of us, even dwarfs the television time. Now, we've all got a lot of work to do around here, and and typically I think we we do it. Um, North Dakotans are known for our solid work ethic. But when we unwind after a long day, and we do, uh, we don't always spend our time wisely. We forget about one of the most important things we're supposed to be doing, praying. We let it slip off the agenda all too often. That same survey showed that only 8% of American adults on a given day participated in religious or spiritual activities, and that's down 2% in just a year. And the average time per day Americans spent on spiritual or religious activities on average was less than seven minutes, and that is also down two, two minutes uh, per day over the previous year. So we're spending even less time, three hours on TV, less than seven minutes uh, on religious or spiritual activities. Uh, Kind of a sad statistic, but that's kind of why I was excited to see that today's readings um, touch on the topic of prayer, So I'm going to take uh, the opportunity today to talk about three points related to prayer. Now first, we need to disconnect from media and from each other and connect to God for at least a little bit each day. You know, even five minutes of quiet time at the end of the day, just talking to God about how we felt that he was active in the day and how maybe we slipped up and Um, need his forgiveness, Uh, that's a start. Um, If you can, why not spend 15 minutes a day with the daily Mass readings? You can find them on an app, or um, we have the uh, the, um, Word Among Us books out there that have the daily readings. You can take one of those with you. If you spent 15 minutes on the daily readings, you would be doing way above 
the average here in the U.S. Or better yet, why not learn about uh, deeper Christian prayer by reading the Catechism of the Catholic Church on that subject? The last part of the Catechism is on prayer, and it's relatively short, and it's pretty good. And while you're learning about prayer, don't think you don't know enough to get started. Just do it. Uh, Just talk to God and and just sit and listen. Try to build that deeper relationship with God. and Maybe do an hour of adoration each week or a half hour. You know, we offer Eucharistic adoration here on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Tuesdays, it's from, you know, right after noon Mass, so 12.30 to 3. And uh, Wednesday, Thursday, it's... 6.15 to 7.15 in the morning. So a lot of us, if we have to go to work, if you live in town, you could still make it. Um, If you get into that habit of prayer, God's not going to leave you disappointed. So first of all, the first point is just disconnect and give God the time. uh, Because we really do have the time. And secondly, we need to pray as the adopted sons and daughters that we are. The gospel today began with Jesus praying in a certain place. His disciples saw him at prayer, and they wanted that. They desired to pray the way they saw their Lord praying. They asked Jesus, Lord, teach us to pray. And when Jesus answers them, he says, When you pray, say, Father. Right? We take that for granted, but... A lot of people don't in the world and in history do not call God Father. They think that that would be inappropriate. But Jesus says, when you pray, say, Father. He began by telling us to address the Lord as Father. And later in the reading, Jesus reminded us that a father gives his children good things when they ask for them. So we should ask for the good things we need. And the flip side of that, though, is that a loving father knows better than a younger son or daughter. So if a five-year-old kid says, Dad, can I take the car out for a drive? Dad should probably say no, right? That would be uh, the right thing for a loving father to do, even if the kid thinks it's a great idea. So a good attitude to have in prayer is one of trust, that our Father answers us always in a way that's in our best interest. We ask him, as his children, for what we want. And we trust that he will give us what we really need. So, secondly, we pray as beloved children. Thirdly, we pray with perseverance. Prayer can seem dry, uninteresting at times, boring. We're tempted to, you know, fill our, even our prayer time, to fill it with music and noise and Hmm, no. Just be there with the Lord and keep praying. Make that appointment and keep it. If if you're going to spend 10 minutes, you've decided you're going to spend 10 minutes with the Lord, don't give up nine minutes in. Because God might give you a great blessing in that nine minutes and 59 seconds, right? Uh, If you're going to pray an hour, stay there for the hour. Because no prayer is without fruit, even if we never see the results in this life or get the answer we want. Abraham, in our readings, he kept praying to God in quite a persistent way to spare Sodom and Gomorrah. He kind of starts to sound like a broken record. But God did answer his prayer. 
in his own time and his own way, sparing the just residents of those cities. Likewise, the friend in the parable that Jesus told, he kept on knocking until he was given what he needed. Sometimes it really is in our best interest that our prayers, even if they're good, that they're not answered immediately or in the way that we expect them to be. God might have a better plan. At times, God seems maybe not to be listening or seems like he's abandoned us as we pray. But the advice of the saints is unanimous. All of them, going back, the people who, were, who really obviously knew the Lord, they all say, keep praying. Times like this, when we pray, even when it doesn't seem like we're getting anything, they're allowed by God so we don't become attached to the good feelings of prayer. It's more than an emotional experience. God wants us to be attached to him, not to his gifts of good feelings. It's all part of his plan to purify us of our attachments to emotions and feelings and worldly things so that we can progress on our path to eternity. So we pray with perseverance. In this day when we can totally immerse ourselves, fill our whole day with virtual reality games or, or endless entertainment or distraction through our phones or we can listen to satellite radio wherever we are or even make phone calls now on our little wristwatches. Even as we can do all of these things, we shouldn't forget to turn off these gadgets, connect with God in prayer. We always say we're so busy and that it's tough to find time to pray. And I'm preaching to myself too, of course, here. But the first commandment tells us the first one, we've got to put God first in our lives. And statistics show that we spend a lot of time watching TV or engaged in other leisure activities that are, well, they're good. They're not always essential. So this just shows we really can make time for God. And really, there's nothing more important than doing just that. So in light of today's readings about prayer, we are reminded, first, to pray, to actually do it at least a few minutes a day. And second, to pray like the adopted children that we are, trusting in our loving Father. And thirdly, to persevere, to keep asking, even if the answer doesn't seem to come. All prayer bears fruit, even if we don't recognize it in this life.